Hi, and welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way program. I'm Apostle Baker, Jay Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And today I have my wayward co-host back. You know, he was here last week and he'll be with us again tomorrow. So we got four programs and stuff. He says I'm punishing him for not showing up on the 4th of July, but I'm not, you know, I would never do anything like that. I just get so excited about being able to work with Apostle Marshall McGee. And so without any further, you know, talking about him and doing all that kind of stuff, welcome Apostle Marshall, come on down. Hey, greetings, <laughs> greetings to you and all the listening audience. Hi everybody, it's me, Marshall McGee. <laughs> I asked you a question on our last program. Yes. And uh, one of the things of it is, is that one of the questions we were talking about the reset, Kingdom Realities reset. And you had mentioned the earth, uh, that there's a reset of the earth uh, that's happening in the earth. And uh, we know that all kinds of different spirits have have been unleashed uh, by the adversary that we have allowed to come in because our light was not our light got dim as as the as the body of Christ, and um, but you had talked about that there is an outpouring that 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 that's uh, that's that's manifesting. Actually, you said something that I'd like for you to uh, consider this. I don't believe it's anything that God is going to do because God has already done everything he's going to do. But I believe that God has uh, before us an outpouring and I believe it's already pouring out, but we have not reached that time yet and that we're walking into this outpouring. But uh, it's something that is different from anything that we have ever uh, come in contact with before. And one of the questions, another one of the questions I have for you, do you think that most of the body will recognize it? You also talked about alignment, which Apostle Barry Cook did and did a marvelous time. I mean, I, I think in the conversion where he ministered that, I think, I mean, I was still stuck on that. That was the whole thing. I was just stuck on that all, all that time. And then we talked about how the brain, how when you get into that right place of alignment, what the brain happens and how every part of the body uh, 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 is affected. And so uh, with all of that, I'm going to mute myself so that you can talk. What was your question again? You was asking me about... <laughs> Uh, yeah. right, don't be smart. I asked you all those questions at one time, and if you wasn't taking notes, we I, don't talk. Oh, um, I want you guys to know that Apostle Marshall is going to be uh, in in California in October. He's going to be with Apostle uh, uh, Cook. He's going to be with Apostle Eddie, and he's also going to be with Apostle Baker. So he's going to have a whole lot to be done in that month of October. So it's going to be exciting. Looking and, forward to it. Uh, don't be acting up because I'm just warning you that I will see you. I'll see you before October, but I'm just warning you. You keep acting up. You're going to pay for it. Okay. So anyway, go ahead. You being Marshall. I told somebody, I said, you should know me by now. I'm Marshall. If you don't know me by now. Anyway, let me get up. This is an interesting uh, dialogue because I think it's important. And one of the things we did talk about, will the people really notice the reset, let alone the shifting and the changes? I think one principle of scripture is that 
And I have to say it like this. God does not move gradually. You alluded to that a while ago. But he moves completely. And and because the scripture says, uh, there's a scripture that talks about that he chose us, even he, we were chosen in Christ before the foundation or the fall of the world. So before even the fall of the world, we were already chosen in Christ because God moved completely and then we showed up in real time. And so when we consider the movement or the what we would call the movement of God, it is already done. We're just coming into time to see the manifestation with us. But it's not that. So I, I love that analogy. So we're not so much waiting on something to come as much as we're coming into the revelation and the acknowledgement that it's here. It's kind of like the kingdom. Jesus said the kingdom, he said, repent because it has arrived, meaning it ain't coming. It's already here. And it's continuing to advance through those who are sensitive of its arrival, its present day arrival. And so with that said, I know, I already know there are people who are not even aware and this is a sad thing. They're not even aware that there's anything shifting. And I thought about the scripture uh, that Jesus said. He talked about when he talked about some things in the end time. He said, uh, even in the days of Noah, they were drinking, marrying and giving in marriage and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. They were so caught up. Did not know that destruction was near because they were caught up in what they were doing and didn't even have a clue. I remember years ago coming from Chickasha, Oklahoma, where I met Randy at. We were down there teaching and we came, drove back to Omaha and we had to drive through Wichita, Kansas on the Kansas Turnpike Interstate 35. And right outside of Wichita, hours ahead of us, a tornado came through and tore up everything in that area. And we were two or three hours behind the tornado. And we were tied up because if, if we weren't tied up leaving Oklahoma, we would have been in the middle of the tornado. But my point is, so we had to reroute around the devastation. So we had to go through these back highways. And just a 15 miles, 20 miles away, people were just partying. Like, because now the sun had went down and they were in clubs partying party party make having a party you know you know y'all know what the world people do and didn't even realize that the storm 15 20 miles away tore a part of wichita kansas and i thought is that a picture of what the end time is going to look like is that a picture of the church or god's people that people are so caught up into their everyday activities or their present activities or whatever they're caught up in that they don't have a clue of the present speaking and moving of the Spirit of God. Because when you're able to discern it, you enter into, there's a Greek word, uh, we, I think we pronounce it kairos or kairos uh, time, uh, which is right now. 
in a sense, it's it man, it's, it's a chron it's because of chronological events that things begin to manifest in the earth. That's kairos, and so and so there's a lack of discernment uh, concerning that that people are not aware of the present moving and speaking of the spirit of God, and therefore, can people will continue in their lives or in their activities, even religious activities that to them seems right and it seems like they are pleasing God and at the same time they are frustrating and grieving the spirit of grace because they haven't discerned the time or the season and then don't know how to move with it. This is so in, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I gotta Let's ask go you a question so that you can continue in this. You're talking about religious activities, and I want to throw something there because I really have a question here. We're talking about religious activities. Remember when Jesus spoke to the Pharisees? I mean, he spoke and he says, you'll travel hill and dale and you'll go all of these different things to get to get one one recruit, to get one person, the recruit, and then you make him uh, a son of hell, even worse than what it is, because, is this because, uh, here it is, they get this religious person, they give them their religion, and then that person thinks they're saved, so here it is, they got a double, they got a double thing, that, that they're headed to hell, and they don't even know it, because they have a religious nature, they stay in the Bible. They do what the Pharisees and the Sadducees do. They stay in this so-called closet. They stay doing all of these religious things, but they have no concept of who Jesus is. Because you also mentioned this. You talked about uh, 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 confusing the grace or you said uh, whatever it is about the grace. They don't even realize what the grace of God is, what would truly bring them into that place of, of, of restoration, that place of salvation, that place of that sozo, that place of that. I want you to talk about that because there's so, there so many that have a form of God, but they have no grace and power in that God. Yes, and it frustrates the grace of God because part of what the design of grace we know it's divine. Um, what the, okay, forgot the religious definition. It, it means uh, I forgot what grace means. Uh, unmerited favor. We wouldn't taught that. It also is a divine enablement that enables us to operate a certain way by the Spirit of God. Without which we wouldn't be able to operate that way. For example, you just can't stand in the office of an apostle or prophet unless the enabling grace to do that comes upon you because grace also is a divine enablement the other function of grace is gives us the ability again think in terms of enablement to move with the spirit of the living god and that's another function of grace it literally enables us just like to be an apostle prophet or whatever but it also enables us to move with the Spirit of God. And when we don't move, it frustrates that grace. It frustrates that divine enablement because Father is saying, I want you over here because I got a plan. You may not even know the whole plan. You may not even know it's a plan till you get there because I have a certain thing I want to accomplish in the earth through a people or through an individual. 
But more specifically, God's speaking corporately and he's trying to work this thing out to bring us back into the uh, even the revelation of family. Anyway, that's another story. We got a whole lot of stuff to work on. And so there's this frustration. People don't know they can, you know, you can grieve the Holy Ghost. He has intellect, he has feelings, he has emotions. And so when we keep doing that, God is so patient because the, the scripture says he's long suffering, right? But that doesn't mean we take that as a license to keep being stuck on stupid. When are we going to get it? When are we going to get it as a as a body? And so if we don't, it's just going to keep bringing frustration. And pretty soon, people, Pastor Baker, they're going to end up in cycles of just doing the routine because that's all they know because they wouldn't go on to the next thing in God. And every time you go on to the next thing in God, you cannot hold on to the last thing in God. Or you can't move. You got to let even the last thing you know he moved in, you got to let it go so you can go on with him. Otherwise, you're not going to move because you'll always be relying on what was. And God wants to get you from what was and to bring you into what is. God, you know what? Let me anyway. Uh, and so to answer that part of the question, we got a ways to go. We got a lot of work. As, as as even ministry leaders. And so our function of grace, part of our apostolic function of, function of grace is to help the church, whether it's our local churches or the larger body, to understand the present speaking and movement of God so that the body itself can get in alignment, but not because alignment also implies I'm coming into agreement with the thus said the Lord. Because we still got people that can hear a word. And because they don't see it that way, they're not in agreement. And that also brings frustration to the spirit of truth. Remember, Jesus said in John chapter 8, he said, if you continue following me in the word, you will know truth. And the truth of that word or the revelation of truth, really it's the revelation of truth, of that word will make you free. Because so the principle is if the truth frees us, then it's always going to be the lie, dare I say, and the religious religiosity and religious ideology that's going to keep you in bondage. Jesus even said, Your religious traditions have made the truth, the revelation of truth to you, of no effect. It's like it, it falls on dull ears. It's kind of like, uh, Pastor Baker, you can hear truth, not so much truth, but you can hear the wrong thing. And this is why the other reason people can't get it. Uh, you can hear the wrong thing so long, it creates dullness of hearing. And you can be in the midst of a move of God and not even discern it because of hearing the wrong nonsense for so long, and now your hearing is dulled, but it also creates spiritual blindness where you can't see, and your, your perception is through your ability to see. So there are many, even leaders, who cannot perceive the present movement and or speaking of God. You look like you got something on your heart. Go ahead. Talk to me. 
Tell it like it is. Pastor. No, no. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm listening to, and what I'm seeing is this: is that what it is that you're saying? You see, what you're talking about is a religious group of things that keep hearing the same thing and hearing the same thing, and they never hear. The Bible says that, and this is what it is that you're talking about. They hear, but they never hear. See, we all have ears. But we don't all have these inner ears and this thing called pride. You know, it, it, it's 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 really something that we mistake earthly intellect for spiritual and godly intellect. Think about that, because you got to walk in a realm of intellectual freedoms, intellectual freedoms heavenly intellectual freedoms in order to be able to hear in the in the in 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 the in the vibrations and in the frequency of god because everything in god is not just not just words because the hebrew uh alphabet okay it's not an alphabet it's alphabet yes uh, uh the hebrew alphabet is also numbers so it's also uh uh um uh, uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll remember the word. It is it 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 also creates. It also creates pictures, as what I was talking about earlier yes, today. Yes. Uh, uh, and 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 what happens? The 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 algorithms. It also creates algorithms because algorithms are made out of numbers. But you also hear with those because. When you're hearing the frequency through the frequency and through the vibration of heaven, what you're doing is letters and numbers and all of these things are, cor are, are correlating so that what happens is they show you God's picture. And what is going on is that we're not seeing God's picture. We're seeing man's picture. And we're trying. And you talked about uh, uh, frustrating the, the gift of grace. Grace does not even have the ability to work because we're frustrating that we're trying to do grace's job. And she's saying, you ain't going to do this to me. You are not going to do this to me. Let me do my job. Let me do my job. Let me do my job. And we won't even let Grace do her job. Wow, that's good. That's good. Is it any wonder in Ephesians chapter 1, I think it's verse 17 and 18, that Paul the apostle prayed prophetically, not just for them, but for even prophetically for us now, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened would be enlightened would be open that there'll be an illumination that will come for us to see why do we need to see so that we can know the hope of our calling the glory of the inheritance that's in the saints, and the greatness of all of us who believe there's a revelation that he's praying that enlightenment comes because without the enlightenment, it's kind of like, uh, I like to say it like this. This is how the Lord gave it to me, that that word uh, that I, enlightenment is the Greek word phosito. And I use that to say our, we get that the English word photograph. And a photo is light and a graph is a drawing. So and so a photograph is light on a drawing. So really what Paul was saying in everyday normal English language, he's praying that you get the right picture. Because if you don't get the right picture, 
you'll never see how to enter into the reality of the present speaking of God. We call it the kingdom of God. God's way of doing things. So he's praying that prayer. You got to get the right picture or you'll never know the hope of your calling. You'll never know the glory of the riches of our inheritance as saints. That's why we can say, I am prosperity. Glory to God. That's it. That's, the it. That's it. That's it. For the power that's in us that believe. Did you? Can I, listen, you, we're telling it like it is. Did you understand? The Bible says creation's groaning. Did you understand that creation was put in place to serve us, not for us to serve it. And if you get this thing right, if you get the right picture, you can make your declaration and creation with your mind, your heart, your spirit, so all lined up and creation will do whatever is necessary to cause that thing to manifest for you. Because creation was set in place through those vibrational frequencies, those algorithms if we say the right thing and we're in right alignment, it's going to do whatever it takes to bring those things into manifestation. And it goes back to, that's why we got to get our thinking right. Most people have wrong thinking. I ain't talking about you thinking evil all the time. Your thinking just jacked up. Nobody loves me. They act like they don't care about me. I know they saw me and they didn't even speak. You got an issue. Your thinking. Anyway, that's a whole nother lesson we may have to uh, we may have to do that on tomorrow. But here's one of the things that you said that really got me. Present day speaking. And then you talked about creation is groaning. In that groaning, there is a sound. In that groaning, there is there, there are words. There are things that are being released and it's calling for an answer. It's calling for that answer. And you're talking about present day speaking. What yeah. is happening is this. Is God is saying, when are you going to say what I'm saying now? Forgetting hmm. those things which are behind. See, but you know what, you know what that takes? That takes admitting that my my stuff is old corn. Come on. It takes admitting that what I'm trying to bring forth is not is not this freshness of what it is. It's what it is. I have to come to this new canal now. I come have on. to really walk into this new birth. And I don't want to do that because it's painful. And then I'll have to leave behind those things that got me to where it is. Because what got me to where I am right now is not going to get me where I'm going. The Lord told me yesterday, he says, I'm going to take you. He says, you got 10, 20 years left. Whatever it is in this earth, I don't have another 80 years. I don't have another 70 years. I don't have another whatever it is. He says, I'm going to take you faster in these, in these years that you have left than anything that you've done in all of these other years. And I'm almost 80 years old. And so he's saying, I'm going to take you faster in these 20 years, in these 10 years, and whatever it is, in these next five years, in this year. I am going to take you faster than you have ever gone before. So it's going to have to be. And so it's, it's, it's a 10 times jump. It's a 15 times jump. It's something that's going to have to, but I got to leave all of that. I got to find out what is not useful to me. 
And that's the one of the big problems that we have not realized. This is not useful to me anymore. I'm going to have you're going to have to let go of all those things that are just comfortable. But they are of no use to get you to where it is that you're going. Go ahead. We got about four. four, four. My God, that's so powerful. This is the, I just said to the Lord a few days ago in prayer, uh, I'm ready to enter the next phase of my life and ministry. Because we got to lease it. And I just said to my wife, we got to transition now to the next thing. That season, we were fruitful, it's over. And now we got to move into this new season, this next place in God, or we're going to be stuck. And I looked at it and I said, I ain't missing God. I love you, but I, am, I ain't missing God. And I didn't say that mean spiritually, but I'm not missing God because we're entering the next, I just turned 70 years old. And I asked the Lord uh, a few days ago, I was like, I started looking at me internally and I go, okay, what's the root of this right here? Because this comes up from time to time. What's the root of this? You talk about cutting the fat. We got to move now. And one time I was praying and the Holy Spirit said to me uh, in prayer, and I do this, I don't have to do it every time, but I do this sometimes. He said, I was in prayer and I was in, I was, I was really, I was in it. I was just pressing in. And the Holy Ghost said, out of nowhere, he said, he said, tell your mind or he, no, he, no, he said, tell your soul to move and get out of the way so you can access the spirit realm. And I stopped praying and I said, so go somewhere, sit down, move out the way. And as soon as I did it, oh, oh, the spirit realm opened up to me. And I had been praying in tongues about 30 or 40 minutes. But my soul, oh, okay, somebody need to hear me in these last few minutes. My soul was blocking access or true access to the spirit of God. Look, tomorrow or uh, whatever it is, we're going to get into this because we're going to talk about the soul and the brain. And, and, and you're going to bring one aspect of it and I'm going to bring the other. Because uh, Apostle Marshall, you have, you have just tapped into something. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, that, that's tell it like it is. The, let's see, this is the kingdom way. It's, uh, tomorrow is... Uh, really telling it like it is or still telling it like it is. It's one of them telling it like it is. I don't know which one it is because all my programs got that in there. But at any rate, this is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology and Apostle Dr. Marshall McGee, who is uh, my friend and 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 learned colleague. And he is a, a chaplain and he's uh, just a whole lot of stuff. I mean, there's so much wrapped up in this young man that it is just our and I am so, I am so honored that God allows us to be friends. And I am so honored that he allows us to co-labor together. And we will be back next week when we're here telling it like it is the kingdom way. Bye-bye. <laughs>